0: Well, welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast. It is great to be here with you today, and I'm super excited to be talking to you again about this topic uh, that we actually started last month called Breaking Bad Habits. And if you're brand new to the podcast today, hey, uh, my name is Danny, and the reason why I feel called to do this podcast is because I'm passionate. I'm passionate about helping you to reach your full potential from going to from where you are to where God wants you to be in your life, in all aspects of your life, in your physical health, your relationship with God, uh, if you're in a relationship, um, just across the board financially. Um, I have a passion to see people just become all that God intended them to be. So thanks for tuning in. Hopefully this podcast adds some value to you. For those of you who are regular listeners, thank you for tuning in, taking 20, 30 minutes of your time to listen to me uh, and try to encourage you. And add value to your life. And so if you did listen last month, you know we started talking about breaking bad habits in our life. I started with a quote last month from John Dryden. He said, we first make our habits and then our habits make us. Last month, I said that you are who you are today primarily because of the patterns of behavior in your life, the habits that you have, whether that is whether those are good habits or whether those are bad habits. We, we form ourselves through behavior, uh, the habitual behavior of our habits. We said last month that a bad habit is something that we are doing without thinking, that affects us. In a negative way, lots of bad habits out there today: procrastination, abuse of alcohol, overeating, oversleeping, too many video games. Talked about a lot of bad habits last month, excuse me. And so, hopefully, you were able to uh, identify which bad habits you needed to get out of your life and start to work on it. We said last month that you can stop. We quoted Aristotle. We said, what lies in our power to do lies in our power not to do as well. Millions of people have overcome the bad habit that you struggle with, whatever it is. So that means that if they can do it, you can do it as well. Uh, So last week, I gave you the first two insights on how to break a bad habit. Just by review, really quick, uh, we talked about, number one, understanding the habit loop, that cue, the behavior, behavior reward, and understanding that if if you can change uh, the cue, or if you can understand why you crave what you crave, and maybe change that, uh, and try to f- satisfy those cravings in a healthy way, you can break that bad habit. And then we also talked about making it difficult, make it hard on yourself uh, to actually do that bad habit in your life. You know, get the get the bad food out of the refrigerator. Get the alcohol out of your cabinet. You know, make it hard on yourself. Get turn your your smartphone into a dumb phone. You know, make it difficult. And so if you miss that, go back and check it out on the podcast. I think it will encourage you. So today, today I want to talk about two more ideas on how to break bad habits in our life. And so if you're taking notes, you can jot this down or you can look at it in the show notes later. Uh, step number three, breaking a bad habit. We need to clarify our preferred future. Clarify our preferred future. What does that mean? Well, what that means is that we have to get super clear on what we want our lives to look like five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, even 20 years from now. And for some reason, human beings, we, we struggle with this. Uh, Benjamin Hardy recently wrote a book, Uh, called Be Your Future Self Now. If you are a reader, um, I'm going to try to throw a lot of books at you um, to pick these up. And um, this particular book is really encouraging to me, Be Your Future Self Now by Benjamin Hardy. He talks about the reality that most of us, most human beings live in the moment. This is what he said. Most human behavior is driven by short-term rewards, meaning that we are short-sighted in the moment instant gratification creatures. <laughs> we want what feels good right now, we want the most pleasure right now, and we have a tough time putting things off and and, and extending, um, uh, putting the benefits out into the future. We have a really hard time thinking uh, in a future-oriented way, and we, that gets us in trouble. And so if we're going to break a bad habit, we actually have to learn how to to think beyond the moment. We've got to think five years, ten years, and even 20 years down the road. meaning we've got to ask ourselves what do we really want our lives to look like Five years from now, ten years from now. What do we want what what kind of person do we want to be? What's the quality of our life? Who are we with? What are we doing? Um, what is our what does our daily routine look like? what are we experiencing and that takes work that takes mental work in his book uh nine things you simply must do henry cloud who's who's really uh, a great author one of my favorite authors actually um he he talks about this principle in a way that makes a lot of sense to me he says you you know people need to play the movie in their life and what he means by that is All of our lives are sort of like a movie and they're filled with different scenes and all of the scenes are leading to the end of the story, the the destination or the end of the movie. And so essentially what he tries to teach people to do in the book is to play, hit play on your life and and watch the end of the movie and see where all of these scenes are going. Because all of our, our daily choices and habits and patterns, they're really just scenes in a larger movie. And those scenes are accumulating and compounding and moving towards an end or a destination. So essentially, he says, successful people are able to look at the end of the movie and then identify that the scenes that they're currently living right now are actually moving toward that end. So basically what he says, I'll read this quote to you. It's a great quote. He says, never see any individual action as a singular thing in and of itself. In other words, never see one scene in your life as an individual scene that's not connected to the next scene. So if you have the bad habit of overeating, this is what we tend to do. Well, it's just today. You know, just have this two extra pieces of pizza, totally unrelated to tomorrow. I'll only do it this one time. And it's just not true. It's not true drug- because that that habit that that action of overeating the pizza is going to affect your body and your 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 cravings and and it's going to affect tomorrow and the next day and the next day but we we tend to see our bad habits as isolated scenes that are not connected to the to the larger story but they are they are because we're 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 living in a such a way that, that our habits are compounding and what we do today affects what we do tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And so cloud says, man, take a look at the end of the movie and understand that all of the scenes are connected and what you're currently doing today is going to impact tomorrow. And if you don't like the way that movie ends, then you have to change the individual scene today. Powerful, powerful idea. I remember, um, talking with a friend of mine, who's uh, probably 20 years older than me. And uh, he told me that when he was a younger man, he, he quit smoking, he was a chain smoker, he smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. And then one day he quit cold turkey. Now, when I hear stuff like that, I'm always like, wow, you know, that's how did you do that? It's So difficult for people to quit smoking. Um, and so I asked him, you know, how did you pull that off? And he said, you know, I had a vision of, of seeing my my grandkids graduate high school and go on to graduate college and get married. He's talking about his grandbabies. And he said, I realized that if I kept smoking a pack a day, I would never see their graduation day. I never would see them get married. And I it was easy to put the cigarettes down. And I saw it. And that, that is a perfect picture of what it looks like to play the movie. Like, where is this going? Like the cigarettes are going to end my life. It's going to cut me, cut me off from seeing the things that I want to see and from experiencing the things that I want to experience. It's a powerful, powerful idea. So if you want to break a bad habit, you have to see it as uh, connected to the next scene and the next scene and the next scene, and that all of those scenes are headed to a destination. Is that the destination that you want? What destination do you want? you got to get super clear on that. In my life, I've got a very, very clear vision of what I want my life to look like when I'm 65, 75 years old. Um, I want to be retired. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to um, have these these year or twice a year vacations with all my kids and all my grandkids. And I want to pay for all of it. I don't want to have to say to my kids, yeah, why don't you come down here with Grandpa? And By the way, you have to pay your own way and airfare and (laughs) food. And I'm just going to say, you guys need to put it on your calendar. Come to this house. Mom and I have got it all taken care of. We'll cover your airfare, your travel, we'll cover all your food. All you have to do is show up. And um, they're going to come. At least they are in my head. And we're gonna have a great time for seven days, and and you know I just have that vision in my mind. Well, if that's gonna come true, then um, my financial bad habits have got to go. My health, my my poor health habits have got to go because I need to be strong and uh, be able to to um, be active and have energy with you know maybe six to nine to maybe twelve grandkids. Who knows how many I'll have, but. And uh, I've got to have a lot of money, <laughs> so a lot of energy and a lot of money. So if that's the vision, if that's the preferred future, then then I got to make sure that the scenes I'm living in today are 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 healthy, good scenes, and lacking uh, some destructive habits that will prevent me from getting there. Makes sense. So number number three is clarify your preferred future. Let's talk about this last one: how to break a bad habit. Don't do it alone. <laughs> Don't do it alone. Why would you ever try to break a bad habit alone? God has not made us human beings, the human creature, to live in isolation. He's created you to live in community. He's created you to need the support, the encouragement, the help, and the insight, and the wisdom of other people. Uh, in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, it says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Powerful, powerful idea. What does that actually look like? Um, well, Henry Cloud wrote another book called The Power of the Other. It's a fantastic book if you if you again if you are a reader, grab this stuff. Pick this stuff up. 10, 15, 20 bucks. Um, sometimes you can get these books at half price books for like $7. It's, it's it it could change your life. Imagine that, changing your life for with $7. The Power of the Other by Henry Cloud. In the beginning of the book, he tells a story about his brother-in-law named Mark, who who was a Navy SEAL. Actually, he passed away in the Iraq War. He was killed in action. Um, but he was best friends with his brother-in-law. And um, after his brother-in-law passed, some of his Navy SEAL uh, buddies told him some stories about about Mark. One particular guy's name was Bryce. I don't think that was his name, but... <laughs> Cloud really couldn't give up his name, I guess. He calls him Bryce in the book, and he says that uh, it was the last day of Hell Week. Now, I don't know much about Navy SEAL training, but I have watched some, uh, some stuff on the Learning Channel about, about Hell Week. It's not, not a pretty experience for those guys, and they've got to make it through this week in order to become a SEAL. Well, Bryce was saying, you know, it was the last day of Hell Week. And they had not slept and they had, you know, hardly had much food. And they were on this really long swim coming out of the ocean. And Bryce says he's, you know, he maybe a hundred yards from the, from the, um, sand and his, he just can't, he couldn't make it. And he started to, his body stopped working. Um, he stopped swimming. All he could do is just float and, and, uh, he was done and he was about to signal, the the guys on the beach like I'm done ring the bell I can't can't finish, uh, but Bryce says right at the time where he was gonna signal uh, you know the leaders on the beach, Mark had already finished. Mark was on the on the sand, and he locked eyes with Mark, and then Mark gave him a, a this this fist pump in the air and he screamed at him like you can do it you know something like that. And he said in that moment this surge of energy came into his body he, he said he couldn't even understand it because he was done it had been a true hell week for him and he was going to quit but all of a sudden he was he, he had this surge of adrenaline this surge of energy he started to put one arm in front of the other and started kept started swimming again and mark kept cheering him on and he made it to the beach and therefore he became a navy seal and Cloud says in the book that, like that there's something that is almost unexplainable that happens between two people when, when there is encouragement and support and love and care and concern. It's, it's, it's almost supernatural, the power that, that one person has in another person's life. And so when we try to go at life alone and break the bad habit of whatever, drug addiction or or alcohol addiction or porn addiction or whatever it is, whatever bad habit you have, you know, you're forfeiting this massive power that could come alongside of you uh to help you. And so it just doesn't make sense to do that. What I've noticed in in a lot of people's lives in my life, as well, um, you know the word "accountability" gets tossed around a lot. I don't know that it's my favorite word, but I think it it, it does have some some teeth when you think about it in, in this light. Um, it's true about you, it's true about me that we, we, we don't want to disappoint the people that in our lives that we care about and look up to. We don't. We don't want them to look at us and with, with disappointment. I know I certainly, certainly don't. I know my friends, my, the, my people that I associate with, I don't want to disappoint them. I, I want them to be um, proud. I want them to look at me and, and say, wow, you know, way to go, and, and, and you did it. And, and I want to live up to their expectations. I think that's true of all of us. And so when you get somebody in your corner and you tell them about this bad habit that you have, you're trying to break it, you know, whatever it is, and they're and they care about you. And they come alongside and they say, you know what, you can do this. So Let's, let's work on this and I'll, you know, let's touch base once a week or once every other week we could, we could talk about it. You know, let's read this book together on this particular topic or whatever. What happens is just by the way that God has wired you, wired me, we, we now want to, want to live up to that person's expectations. And so we work a little harder and we try a little, you know, put in more effort because we want that person to be, to be proud of us. And that's what happens when you tap into an accountability partner. And that's why I believe in coaching so much, because when you, when you get in a coaching relationship, you, you want to meet the expectations of, of that person that is mentoring you and, and coaching you. Uh, this is the beauty of Alcoholics Anonymous celebrate recovery. You know, those types of, uh, you know, weight watchers, you're, you're in a relationship with people that believe in you. That are supporting you, and that you want to make proud. And so, I always encourage people when they're trying to, you know, break through a bad habit or bust through, is to get one or two people in your life that really care about you. That's that's important. You know, they have to care. They have to want to see you reach your potential, uh, and and um, share it with them, and ask for their help. So, what have I said today? Man, bad habits. If you don't fix them, they're going to shape you. They're going to mold you. You are who you are today because of the habits that you've created in your life, whether for good or for bad. We are, we are the product of our of our habits, and forty to fifty percent of our behavior. I said this last month is is habitual. Uh, so so habits are either cursing you or blessing you, and so if you've got some bad ones, you've got to get rid of those bad habits. And we do that by thinking through a preferred future, you know playing the movie, where do we want to be and then we also do that by getting some people to help us and get in our corner so a couple of questions I want to wrap up with today um, if you know me, you know I like to end with some probing questions <laughs> uh, what is your bad habit have you have you have you just gotten honest with yourself? Have you stopped living in denial like this is there's a thing you're doing in your life. Uh, whether it's vaping, whether it's too much social media, uh, binging on Netflix, you know, overeating, whatever. Have you said, look, this is a problem and it's going to hurt me if I don't stop. Come on. Why not get honest with yourself and stop denying? What is your bad habit? Number two, what is your preferred future? Have you taken time to think through your life? Like, where, okay, where am I going to be in five years? What do I want to be in five years? How about 10 years? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want, who, who do I want to be? What kind of person? You're becoming a person. Every day with the little behaviors and actions we take, you're becoming someone. Either a good person or a not-so-good person. What kind of person do you want to be in 10 years, 20 years? What does your preferred future look like? And the reason I'm asking you to identify that is because your habits are either taking you there or not taking you there. Your life is a movie and the scenes are heading in a destination, to a destination. And then the last question is, who's helping you? Who's in your corner? Who have you asked us to to help break this bad habit in your life? Um, If you're not in a small group of some sort, man, get in a small group um you know, meet with some people and and reach out for help. And so those are those are my my closing questions for you today. I just want to challenge you to become the person that God's created you to be, to go from where you are to where God wants you to be, to maximize your potential. Hopefully this was a blessing to you today. A couple of closing thoughts as we wrap up. If you'd like to catch up with me through the week, um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. My assistant helps me with those. And you can also check out my blog, dannyanderson.net. Some of these podcasts are out in written form there. Um, I put some book recommendations there as well, and also some information about coaching if you're interested in that. Um, If you don't have a home church, check out eclife.org. We'd love to invite you. I love our church. Uh, I think I think it adds value. I think it helps people. Uh, we do have our big Christmas services coming up, December twenty third and twenty fourth. So if you're looking uh, to attend a Christmas service, would love to invite you uh, to that. If this podcast has added value, you know, do your thing, share it, like it, tag it, post it, whatever. <laughs> However you spread the message, that would be awesome. Uh, Rate it. I, I don't know, all that good stuff. So, hey, God bless you guys. I hope that this was an encouragement to you, and we will see you in the first of the year. God bless.